Team Church. Welcome back to the Team Church podcast with Kevin Gerald. Uh, my name is Brandon Stewart. We are so excited and honored uh, to have this space with you today. Uh, we've created this podcast to have the conversations that every team needs to be having, and we're going to tee up a conversation. We're going to dive into something today. I pray that you'll take this back to your team, wrestle through this. We believe that you'll be better for it today. Coach K, I'm really excited to be having this conversation with this you. This is so fun. Today. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk church stuff today. Yeah, I, I loved last month on the podcast, we talked about how leadership rises and falls on three things, mm-hmm. and the conversation to me just felt weighty. It felt important for this season of Team Church. It felt important coming from your heart, and to me, it represented some new language mm-hmm. for us. So uh, we're going to keep diving in to uh, the same place and the same direction today. Leadership rises and falls on three things. I guess, why don't you... Share those with us. Well, the first one is character, and the second one is core competence, and the third one is culture. So in my mind anyway, and that's why we want to talk about it like this, is that these three things are leadership essentials, yeah. and they're three things that you'll never get away from. And, and basically, everything can somehow fit yeah. under one of these areas when it comes to being an effective leader. I loved last month how you called us to high character. And I just think right now, this day in the church, I think our generation is really crying out for leaders of great character mm-hmm. and, and biblical character. So I just, first of all, wanted to say thank you for that. Thank you for reminding us of that. If you haven't listened to that episode, it'd be worth um, pausing right now and going back and catching that as a, as a foundation for where we're going to go today. But let me talk to you about this idea. You bring up three things None of these are things we will ever arrive at. Right. And that's really important to understand. Uh, I think even character, it's like, you know, we, we yeah. have the idea that if you get a certain amount of prayer in, a certain amount of reading your Bible, a certain amount of years of ministry, that we assume the character gets fixed. Mm. Character doesn't get fixed. Character is always vulnerable in terms that's of right. slippage. Um, we're all vulnerable. Character increases, character can improve, character can get better, but you know, you're one mistake away from a real Mm. um, exposure in terms of character uh, glitches and messing up. And typically what happens in the area of character, let me just say this, uh, is that when when character begins to uh, decline in one area, it typically goes and affects all the other areas of your your life. So true uh, anyway i i think that's a really important thing to realize in all of the areas that we're talking about is that you know we're not looking at arriving at a culture for example that okay we got it we're gonna walk away no every week we're looking at culture yeah and and same with core competence you can't arrive there you just keep focusing on these things talk to us about this idea i think sometimes we as leaders can mistakenly assume that we will arrive at a place where we don't have to pay attention to these things anymore. It's like, yeah, I'm going to work on it for a while. Yeah. You know, the culture of our Sunday experience or, or our team getting better, developing this core competency over here. And once we master it, like we'll be good and I can just go hit the golf course, you know, four days a week right, or, right. or something. Talk to us about how that's a myth and how drift is real. Yeah. Well, teams. drift is real because everybody of water 
has currents in it yeah. of some kind. And so even, you know, if it's not a river, it's a lake, it's still some undercurrents. And I did right. a teaching right. at one point on undercurrents. Right. So the currents are real. So all you have to do um, to drift is do nothing. Yeah. Like if you do nothing, yeah. there will be there will be <laughs> drift, right? Yeah. So you're like, oh no, you know, I'll drop an anchor. Okay, you can do that for a night. You can do that mm. in a storm. You can do that on occasion, but you're not going to make progress with an anchor mm. uh, that's there. And in fact, <clears throat> eventually you'll run out of water. You'll run out of gas. You'll run out of supplies. So none of it works except continuing to move forward. Pay attention. Be intentional. Keep moving mm. toward where you're going and never assume that any of these take care of themselves, like that any so of good. them have arrived. You, you don't just arrive at character unflawed 100 percent. in fact character is flawed we're all flawed at the core hmm. which is why we have to keep working on character culture same way core competency the same way like you don't just arrive there <laughs> don't try to drop anchor anywhere don't think yeah. you're gonna just stay somewhere you're not let's yeah. keep on moving things forward so you're you're <clears throat> telling me that if I'm working on teamwork with my team or I'm working on communication with my team, uh, you're telling me I'm always going to be working on this? Yes, always. <laughs> always. I, I just think that matters coming from a, a pastor with a couple decades of experience now to maybe a younger pastor hearing that, that it's still a part of the game. Right. All, right. those, all that time later. Well, and what was interesting in 2020 is that all of us found ourselves like, going back yeah. uh, to the basics and going back in the need, you know, the need to revisit. Uh, and, and what was difficult about that was it was compressed into one year. Right. You know, right. It was one event, one season. The reality is, is that that is your life as a leader. That is your life as a team member is that you, you will always need to go back and do what you've done that got you where you are mm. and continue to do it and live with a repetition mm. in these areas that we're talking about. Mm. Um, and, and that's really important. You can't get tired yeah. of the basics. You can't get weary on doing well. <laughs> like mm. You have to stay focused on something. And that's why really I want to talk about these three things because everybody's got to focus on something. You know, mm. they say that a... That, that, that a, a, a tiger tamer at the circus, the way they, they at least in the old days, um, they, they, would, they would have a tiger that would sit, you know, up, up in front of a crowd and not move around. It, all they had to do was like stick four leg stool in front of the tiger. And wow. the tiger didn't know which one to focus on. So because there's four different things, like the tiger freezes thinking this, 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 this. And again, sometimes as you're growing, your church is growing, if you're not careful, you'll hit this polarization to where you're like, oh, okay, well, I got to do something. I need to do something, but I don't know what to do. Mm. Go back and do what you've been doing and yeah. keep doing it. Make sure you have a foundation of that. Mm. Stay active and don't allow yourself to have the paralysis of analysis <laughs> yeah, setting in good. on you. Does that make sense? Yeah, very good. So for today, PK, I really thought we would drill down on core competencies. I, I 
felt like the kind of the first part of this conversation, you did, did a brilliant job in taking us through character. And um, the second C that we talked about is core competencies. I, I feel like this is new language. I feel mm. like this is important. So mm. take us back to the beginning now. What are core competencies? For sure, team? sure. So core competencies is the fundamental skills and practices of a great team in this case. And yeah. so it, it's, it's not the... Uh, it's not the thing no one's ever done before. It, right. It's core right. competency. It's the thing that you, if you're not careful, you think, oh, I got that. I can do that. And let me just give you an example. My grandson right now is 12 years old. He loves baseball. He's playing baseball. And so the rhythm that we have set out for him is that he needs to go. He, he, he is being trained. So he goes to a training facility and at the training facility, they keep doing the same things over mm. and over and over and over again. It's, it's batting cages. It's pitching. He's a pitcher. And it's all the exercises revolving around building his competence in mm. just those two areas. Like and yeah. getting the muscle framework, all of that. Yep. Well, what I noticed, he's 12 years old. Like, he doesn't want to go all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I also noticed that he can think, he, he can get like, you know, I'm good at this. Like, I know how to do this. I got this. Mm. He's 12. Well, he's throwing 60-something miles an hour. Yeah. And the professional throws 90, 100 miles an hour. Right. Like, he, he hasn't really realized, no, you're just actually beginning and your potential is much greater at doing the exact same thing. Mm. <laughs> so I think when you talk about, when we talk about core competencies, we're trying to remind everyone that there are some things that you can never quit doing. Mm. And the repetition of doing it with freshness and with vision and with heart is that you it's scalable and you will improve and sometimes you'll just look back and you'll go man i'm better at communication hmm. than i was like and, yep. and that's one of the core competencies is communication you get better when you're intentional about it you don't avoid it you take on tough conversations you deal with leading meetings instead of sitting in meetings hmm. and so you're getting better at communication so that's really what it is. That was a long answer, but I, I want everybody to understand what we're talking about with core competency. Yeah, and I, I think what I'm hearing you say is there's no secret sauce. Right. To having a great team. Absolutely. And, and so in terms of the team, if you get a team that is like we, we call it well-oiled machines, well, if you're thinking of machines, it's rather robotic, yeah. right, yeah. in nature. And there's a tendency to resist the robotic nature of a successful team successful yep. teams have a robotic predictability yep about what they do yep the challenge is to do it with freshness do it with vision do it with enthusiasm right but keep doing the same thing right so let's talk about a couple of tensions here i feel like there's a tension here 
between mastering what you already know, between mastery and novelty. So, so novelty is, is learning something new. That's the new shiny skill, the new shiny object. Mastery Good. is doing what Kyan's doing and getting in the batting cage and working yep. on that same skill over and over again. In other words, it's not new. It's not fun. But I, I've heard it said mastery is greater than novelty. You know, that, that if you can master what you already know versus always seeking out the new shiny object, right. you, you'll get more traction. I mean, would, would you see that same, I, that same tension with a team? Absolutely. Um, there's something, too, about, let me use this illustration. I watched a few years ago, and I, I picked up on a, a mindset in our team that, you know, we we been together quite a while we're getting good and i'll just let's let's talk about the worship team for example there was a tendency for our worship team to just think more highly of themselves than they <laughs> actually should and it was maybe a lot of it uh, was because they're the only team they ever been a part of and or, mm. or it was like our team if you just look across at other teams, you could see, well, we're better than them, we're better than them. But it's a fishbowl, fish aquarium mindset. Mm. You compare yourself wow. among yeah. yourself. Yeah. And you don't really, you don't look outside yourself enough to go, well, wait a minute, you know, to, to put a comparable together that might make you feel like a little bit intimidated. Yep. We don't do that very well. We like to compare if we're going to with people we're kind of up next to, not better yeah. than us. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, yeah, mastery is is fueled by the realization there's a lot of air up there. Yeah. There's a lot of space for improvement. There's a, a yeah. lot we can do to get better at what we yep. do. Let's not change what we're doing. Let's keep doing what we're doing. Let's just do it better. There's another tension that exists here too in – Maybe a member of the team's desire to be unique versus us all being the same. Mm. And I've heard you talk about like like Michael Jordan in this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'd love for you to expand on this. I think there's this desire to be unique. Man, I sure want to stand out. Mm-hmm. I sure want people to see what's unique about me and special about me. And mm-hmm. isn't that what I add to the team, you mm-hmm. know, PK? But yet there's power in some of our likeness as well. Us right. all being able to, you know. Uh, free throw well rather than just dunk. Maybe talk about that for a minute. That yeah, tension. And, and and you just hit it on the head. There are some things that okay, Michael Jordan was a standout, but they could count on him when he went to the free throw line too. Right. Because right. he he did ne- never got tired of doing that well, or or working on that. I should say he the basic fundamental skills mm. have to continue to be honed and worked on and you know if you get a little sloppy first thing you know in a team somebody's not taking the time to communicate like they should and like the other team member deserves them to communicate well i've been here a long time i you know you should get it there's these little you know um negligences that i don't know if that's a word but you get negligent Yeah. yeah with the little things yeah and first thing you know the person that maybe hasn't been there as long as you are, they're thinking, well, that's the way you do it. Like, and they think that the negligence is the template. Mm. Like they share and think like, oh, well, okay, I can do it like that. And 
that is now sloppy. It's not. Yeah. It's not yeah. well honed. It's not crafted. It's not mastery. But when they see you, even after twenty years or fifteen years or whatever, continuing to work on the communication, continue to work on no, let's nail this down. Let's get our calendars right. Let's yep. let's let's let it matter when one person walks in to the conversation and they are struggling and they need prayer right now. Like they need our help and you show that they matter. Mm. Like those sort of things are developing the mindset of the other team members around you to say, none of what we do in those areas are unimportant. Right. We got to keep the fundamentals. Right. So you say fundamentals. Let's talk about a few examples of what core competency would be for a leadership team. I'm I'm sure you know there there could be some some um, difference between some teams, but I think we kind of um, have come to the place where we believe there's some core things that are that are the same for all of us. Yep. Yep. Well, I think um, first of all, self awareness. There's blind mm. spots for all of us. Mm. And those blind spots, um, actually, you never get free of a blind spot. There will always be blind spots. So the goal is to see ourselves and our team accurately and to know how we're coming across, for yep. example, yep. To, to other people. Yep. So when I think of self-awareness in this area, I think of mirrors. And I, I think, you know, do we have a mirror that we're looking at? Mm. Do what are we do we have videos of what we did? Did we video the last meeting that we had with our team? Oh, so painful. <laughs> you know, and and uh, yeah, painful. I watch myself on weekends preach. Yeah. And people say, Wow, you're great. Well, I look at it and I go, I can be better. Yeah. But yeah. if I don't have something to look at, like right. I don't have something to measure it against. And and again, a lot of members that are listening to me right now of teams have no mirrors. Yep. There's no mirrors. What what are your mirrors going to be? And and the mirrors can be other people, it can be other team if you open it up, if you're strong enough to take input, which you should be, yep. if you have coaching going on. So self-awareness is 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 one of those things. Another one would be collaboration. So the goal yes. at Champion Center is that we work together not alone. We always want to remember that two are better and two have a greater reward and two means that we're all better protected. Mm. And so what that means is that I don't work over here in the corner on something myself. That's right. I share it. I interact. I invite team members into the conversation. I ask them, do you think this note is written right? Do you think this communication, do you see anything about it I can do better? Like, like always, never work in so collaboration. That is one of those that core competencies right. that are important to us. Influence is important to us. Like, mm-hmm. are you are you influencing in a positive direction? Right, people around you and people in the church itself. Mm. Like when you walk in the doors, how's your influence level? Is it like well, a is it on a scale of one to ten? Is it a one? Yeah. Or is it getting better? Maybe you used to not be aware. Well, everywhere you go actually is, you know, is a potential for positive influence or negative influence. 
So how are you doing in that area? Well, I'm just a guy, you know, who's like in the media department and I don't do, you know, I'm a sound guy or I'm a assistant PA. Be, be careful, be careful, be careful because you have an opportunity as a team member at your location, at your church, to actually influence people in the right direction. Right. People younger than you are wanting, you know, wanting direction or watching you or people around you. So anyway, influence is a core competency. And it's changing. It's you, know, always. you know, influencing um, Gen Z, millennials, boomer. It's, it's, it's constantly, so we have to stay sharp on it. Otherwise, we try to reach Gen Z with a Gen X model and it breaks down. Very good. And again, if I know this is new language for a lot of people, but if you can just think of, you can think of fundamental skills and practices. Yeah. Like if you can just think about what are they, what do they translate into for church teams? And these are the kind of things that we're yeah. trying to bring out and talk about. So you've been leading this team, this organization for 35 plus years, how do you fight team boredom <laughs> around, <laughs> around, around, I mean, this is great. Yeah. And I, I've heard you talk about collaboration and some of the things you've mentioned here today a hundred times. So how do you fight against the team just sheerly getting bored? Right. It has to be intentional. So like, for me even like my wife that that's a big joke because um the way i was going to answer your question is get married to a lady named sheila (laughs) (laughs) the personality (laughs) dynamic that just doesn't accept anything that you know is is boring so i but she'll say that to me she'll she'll laughingly say you're boring right now you're boring (laughs) let's get up let's go let's move let's do something like so, you know, I like to read. I'm more introspective. I'm introverted by nature, all of that. Um, but but the, the thing that really clicked for me was when I became intentional mm. about keeping what I do fresh mm. and asking myself, how, how, do I, how do I keep it fresh? How do I not get tired of you know, continuing to do the same thing and do and do it better. Or even right. when I do feel tired, what do I do to awaken the awareness again that what I do is really matters? Great. It's really important. Great. So I would just say one would be the mix of people that you have in your team. Go ahead and validate those that are, they like it, keep it fresh. They like to you know, have a party at the beginning of staff meeting. They like to bring balloons. They like to, you know, ham it up. Like, turn that loose. Like, let that dynamic work, you know, in the context of what you do. I would say make changes before you have to. Like, I I say, you know, um, I often, over our 30-plus years of pastoring, I often have made changes that I really didn't have to make. I made it to keep us flexible. Wow. I just felt like, you know, we have to bend a knee. We have to, you, you have to raise yeah. a hand. We have to, like you, flexibility mm. is not something you can, you can have rigor mortis sets in if yeah. you stay tight too mm. long. So mm. I'll, I'll make changes like just in there. Sometimes they're usually like small things, but switch it up, mm. like change where staff meetings are, like, like change when they are change, you know, make changes periodic periodically mm. um 
the way you do things, how you approach things so that you keep things flexible. So where would a team start if a team was going to sit down to identify mm. our core competencies Great question. as a team? Where does the team start? I would say take this little list that we have begun and expand, but just don't expand into infinity. Yeah. Um, expand to a number, uh, a number of uh, somewhere between five and seven things. Five and seven things that you honestly mm. ironed down that would you would say these are our core competencies these are things that every day every year yeah for the rest of the, it, they're going to matter and they're going to make a difference in how we serve our church brilliant start there and i think that's what we mean when we say we've created this space you know, to have the conversations we need to have and we're going to tee up the conversation, I really think this is a, a good session to conclude and sit with your team and begin that exercise. You know, For a team to sit and begin yep. to develop that <laughs> and hone that and, and commit to that. Would you say that there's something in here in core competencies that is a secret to longevity? you know, that, that, that go in the distance, that, that this is part of that. Absolutely, absolutely. The same question, another way to help t- people out there to figure out what's the core competencies is, you know, the same question applies to other responsible roles that we have. So parenting. Right, right. Um, for example, in a healthy marriage, there's some things that, you, you know, you can't get tired of saying, I love you. Right. Like communication will always be a, an essential right. to a marriage, a healthy marriage. So maybe that helps again. Just we're trying to help you get in a conversation yep. and talk about. So I, I said uh, I said communication a while ago. I actually separate encouragement on my core competency list. I separate encouragement. I think a, a team. For example, Champion Center staff and team could be good at communicating facts and information, but that's not including encouragement. I don't want just communication and for the sake of clarity. Mm. I want encouragement. I, mm. I, I want it in the, in, it has to be there. Any team that doesn't encourage one another is, is in slippage mode. Um, you are drifting, mm. like you're not headed in the right direction. So, uh, encouragement, I think, is a core competency to mm. add in. So that's that's the kind. Of, that's the way I approach yeah. it right now. Is don't nail your. I've seen organizations and corporations that have four things they name. Mm. You know, um, others would name ten. So you're really free in core competencies to as as a team and as le- leaders start defining it. Yeah. But what's great is once you start defining it, you know what to focus on. Right. You're not the you're not the tiger with too many things to look at that you look at none of it. You don't yep. move. You're starting to say no. Th- these are clear to me. I've identified them. Let's keep them in yep. front of us and let's work on it. So, Pastor Kevin, where I thought we would end today's episode would be to give you a chance uh, to cast some vision for why this conversation matters right now for the Team Church Tribe. It it felt important to me. It feels like it's big in your heart right now. So I think that's my final question for you today is, why does this conversation matter 
uh, for the team church tribe today. Mm. Yeah, I'm really glad that we're uh, you're asking me that because it it is big in my heart right now. And one of the reasons that it is is because it feels like we're so vulnerable. Uh, and I'm talking mm. about the church. We're vulnerable to church ADD right now. There's so many things mm. that are reaching for our attention. There's so many concerning things going on in the world um, mm. that a lot of times when you get under these the, the stress of any circumstance, you can experience uh, internally like you can you can shut things off that really shouldn't be turned off. And so what I'm what I'm doing is I'm trying to center us, I guess. I'm mm. trying to say, come on, teams, come on, church. We are building teams that build the church. And the thing we can do right now, there's a lot we can't control, mm. is that in these areas we can just focus on having strong character. Right. We can focus on our core competencies. How are we doing? Let's mm. take a good look in the mirror. Let's focus in on them and let's get to work on those areas. And by all means, when we've taken in some places a year off and we haven't been to church, culture has to be reestablished. So this is really big to me because of the season we're in, the time that we're in. And uh, I'm just believing God's church is in a mode not really a recovery mode but a moving forward mode yeah like we're in a mode right now where we take in everything that's going on in our world and we 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 don't become subject to it we become leaders in it and we lead forward with the basic things that we know are important to god's great church brilliant brilliant well this is one of my favorite spaces every month. So thank you, Pastor Kevin, for some wisdom today. And uh, thank you to every leader, every team that's joining us for this episode today. I want to remind you that Team Church Conference is happening uh, this year, August 1st through the 3rd, live uh, here in Tacoma. We have a digital conference coming uh, mid-September this year. You're not going to want to miss uh, Team Church Conference this year. We have an incredible lineup of sessions of speakers. I have a feeling some of the things we've talked about today are going to make their way into the conference this year. Uh, so we believe it's going to be helpful for you and your team uh, exploring um, DNA of the great team and moving church forward is what we've always been about. So join us, Team Church Conference this year. Uh, team Church Tribe, we love you. So thankful we get to build the church with you. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you.